Hey, I'm Ola. Hi, I'm Perrin. And this is our first B-side episode. Bempe, do you want to tell us a little bit about what a B-side episode is going to be? Yeah, our B-side episode is kind of a response to our um, latest episode, and it's going to be shorter, more casual, and we're going to talk about some feedback that we got from our listeners. Absolutely, and I want to start out by saying we had a fantastic um, latest episode, and we're super excited to be able to address some of the comments and feedback that we got. Yeah, let's dive in. Um, Our latest episode was uh, Beyond the Bag, Leveraging Higher Education in Your Career. Yeah, and Zach and Ade had a guest speaker, Richard Odior, and they spoke about kind of how higher education may be a way to get a higher salary, but actually has a lot more benefits than that. So let's get to our questions. Absolutely. And so one of the first questions we had come in is, what exactly is the bag? Is it a specific income level, quality of life, or socioeconomic status? Yeah, and I think for this one, at least when I heard that question, I was thinking, well, the bag is whatever you want it to be. It's just kind of your personal outlook. What did you think? Um, I would have to agree with you. I think the bag is whatever you make it. Um, for some people that might just be, you know, a certain threshold salary wise, it might be like a standard of living that they, you know, aspire to achieve. The bag really is whatever you define it to be. Right. And I think on some levels we're talking about like having that basic level of income that you feel comfortable with, but beyond that, what your aspirations are, what your passions are, and how you can kind of achieve those. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. Um, I guess another interesting question that we had come in, and um, Bimpe, feel free to jump in on this one. It is um, regarding where the expectation of attending college comes from. Because, again, in the episode, you know, we're constantly talking about education and sort of how education ultimately feeds into, you know, I guess, good salary. Um... But do you want to jump in on that one? Yeah, for sure. Whenever I think of expectation of attending college, I just think of my parents and my grandparents and just this idea that, like, they were all educators uh, for the most part, or at least my uh, grandparents on my mom's side were educators, a principal, um, principals of two different schools, and then my mom is an academic dean, my dad is a professor, so... I grew up around the context of higher education, so that was the normal. They all have multiple degrees, so I'm the slacker with my uh, mere one. Um, so, <laughs> so personally, for me, it comes more from my parents than it ever did from like school or outside pressures at all. Yeah, I, I think it varies from person to person, kind of depending on your background. I'd have to kind of, you know, say my expectation definitely came from my family. Um, I'm also kind of like the slacker. Everyone's got like multiple degrees, um, lots of academics. Oh, but I... Yeah, we're like <laughs> business consultants and we're slacking anyway. Yeah, we, we're completely like at the bottom of the food chain with that one. <laughs> but um, I also know kind of like the education system does kind of build you up to attend college. Like it's kind of like you go to school to attend college. Like you've got all these 
SAT and ACT prep classes, you know. Yeah. It just kind of seems like a societal norm at this point. Right. And I feel like sometimes it's more that, like, some schools get judged based on the amount of their graduates that attend college. So, and that's, you know, if you're being goal oriented, that can, that is at least something that's measurable <laughs> as far as outcomes. So, I think it's also like a, this new wave of like more people going to college because, you know, the middle class in America is growing and more of us see college as necessary. I mean, even when, uh, I know people who had to get degrees to be bank tellers. That wasn't the case so many years ago. So um, it kind of makes sense that now we're expecting the baseline to be college instead of high school. For sure, for sure. And that's absolutely not to say that college is determinant of your success in life. Right. Um, But that also segues into our next question. Which is, what is the true value of an education beyond a means of financial security? So basically, um, is there any point in doing all of this, you know, spending on college besides, you know, getting a good job or, you know, getting a certain level of salary? Yeah, I mean, I really like that question because I've always thought of education beyond financial security because growing up, I didn't really think about financial security, (laughs) luckily. (laughs) Um... So when I think of education now, I think about the community that I've been able to build and, you know, just having audience with um, all of the alumni from my gigantic school that is like completely amazing. Um, Shout out to UW-Madison Badgers, (laughs) But, but we're everywhere, Badgers are everywhere, and I feel like, and I have seen, like, going to a new city and not knowing what to do and just reaching out to the local Badger community and having people advise me and talk to me, not even career-wise, but like how to find an apartment, how to, you know, navigate what the best grocery stores are, that sort of thing. So there's this beautiful community that comes out of it. And that for me is like one of the main benefits. Right. So you're mostly alluding to like the social um, experience kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd have to agree. I mean, for one, um, college or school in itself is a social experience. I mean, you're building, you know, lifelong relationships, but um, I don't know if anyone else agrees or kind of feels that I think education like I actually went to school to learn stuff um whether or not that (laughs) whether or not that is actually being used in like you know my day-to-day job is another story I learned things but I don't know where they went (laughs) you know you know (laughs) but you know I, I I really enjoy it and there's certain things that I wouldn't have learned unless I went to college and guaranteed you can probably teach yourself most things but um, on top of the social experience there's definitely like other things that you learn as a person like you learn to be independent like I know for a lot of people like going to college that's like your first time out in the real world and you just learn all these just I guess life skills Mm -hmm. so in a kind of safe environment too yeah, exactly, exactly. Compared to like being out there as like an eighteen-year-old, which yeah, is scary yeah. and dangerous. Oh, that, that's very scary. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that's what I would say the true value of an education is. I mean, different people look at it differently. For some people, it's a you know a stop on the path to financial security. For other people, it's really for the experience. Yeah, agreed. 
Well, those are great questions. Let's move on to our favorite things. Oh, this is my favorite part of the B-sides, and I'm super excited to share my favorite things, but Benpe, how about you tell us what your favorite things are so far, or currently trending? Okay, I have two things. Uh, first is uh, the book, Well That Escalated Quickly, by Francesca Ramsey. And um, Francesca Ramsey is someone I've followed on the internet, um, on YouTube for a long time. Um, and first she had natural hair videos where she was showing how to uh, design her locks and kind of do funky styles with them. And I never had locks, but I always had braids, so I started to experiment from that. Um, and then she kind of blew up on the internet and what she's talking about in her book is memoirs and mistakes of an accidental activist. So coming into this space where you're listened to about social issues and knowing how to handle that with tact and you know retaining your own sanity. So I went to kind of the book launch, her book tour um, in DC and it was packed. It was you know, on standing room only, um, people were so excited and met people in line to, for the book signing that, you know, had also followed her since the early, like, lock, <laughs> lock video <laughs> days, and it was a really great event, and I loved seeing her, um, yeah, so that's, like, number one favorite thing, everyone should go buy the book, make her a New York Times bestseller, okay, she yes, deserves, she, she really deserves. Um, I was and, so sad I couldn't make it, yeah. it looked like a fantastic event. Yeah, no, it was really great. And then, second favorite thing is just kind of those moments where you can measure your progress. So I had a few moments like that this week, and uh, for me it's been a great week. I, uh, I think on Monday I realized that like I had lost... 40 pounds since Thanksgiving. Thank you. And (laughs) also this week I found out I got promoted. And that was, you know, something that I had worked really hard for and in just like, you know, stating my case. And so I am my favorite thing is feeling those moments where you can look back and kind of track your progress and see that you are growing, even if it every day doesn't feel like it. Absolutely. Oh my god, congratulations on the promotion and on the 40 pound drop. You are just black girl magic out here. Yes. 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 <laughs> Excellent loading. Thank you. Um, I guess my favorite things are not really, they're not that serious. Um, it's finally summer, y'all. Yes. So I'm really, really excited to be out there not wearing a jacket. Um, but for someone like me who's got a whole bunch of hair going on i am really loving head wraps right now it's super convenient like i i don't know if everyone can rock them specifically like in corporate settings but i work remotely so (laughs) your girl can just rock head wraps all day every day i'm really loving them so And then my second favorite place, and uh, Bimpe, you can literally like talk about this because we were right there two days ago, is The Coop in D.C. Shout out. Yes. Y'all, this place is great just to sit down, get a meal, you know, 
get your work done right. and you well, know if you stay long enough you can segue into the bar <laughs> positions like two three times we like kept getting up and moving to different tables we're like okay now we're going to move into this middle section now we're going to move to the bar section we oh definitely like eight hours. oh yeah yeah they they had all my coins they can have all my coins <laughs> exactly. all day um great place back. to work network you know yeah. just you know Love it, love it. Shout out y'all. Keep doing what you do. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that's it from us. Um, thank you guys for listening in well, and um, stay tuned for our new episode coming out soon. All right. Thanks. thanks. Bye, Bye guys. Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins. Our theme music was produced by Ken Brown. Additional music production by Antoine Franklin from Musical Elevation. Post-production for this episode is handled by Olabingpe Olenia. Got a topic suggestion? Email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and living-corporate.com. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.